So this is Beyond the Fight, Season 2, Episode 14 or 15, the 1st of March 2020. Got my first guest uh, coming on, actually two. It's two killers in the lightweight division of Kyokushin Iruso Dojo, the unofficial sponsor of the podcast. I'm joined today by the TJ Dillashaw and Dominic Cruz of Kyokushin in Montreal. If you don't know who those UFC fighters are, if you don't follow MMA, I suggest you go on YouTube and then watch both of them and then you'll understand why I made that analogy. I'm very proud to welcome Peter and Dino Ronco. Thanks for having us. Thanks for us. Oh, well, thank you for taking the time, man. You know, it's, uh, it's like I can't do this without having the amazing guests who are willing to come on and take time out of their day. So, guys, you know, uh, you guys have a bit of a good reputation in uh, the Kyokushin scene representing Russo Dojo. Yep. Veterans at uh, such a young age. So uh, let's uh, hear like uh, how uh, your journey started. So, yeah, so it started around like 2004. It was like the end of uh, the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to do like soccer back in the day. And uh, it was like the end of the season. And I was just like, in the limbo of like not doing anything before uh, starting school again. So uh, we're just watching uh, Karate Kid. And Which number? One, two, or three? First one. It's okay. First one, yeah. yeah, that's everyone's gateway with yeah. three little ninjas. <laughs> so yeah, it's like uh, at the end of the movie, I'm like, I just jumped in the front of the TV, screamed to my parents, like, "Mom, Dad, I want to start karate," and like that's how it just started. So I just went to a couple different places, uh, tried like three different places, didn't like them at first, and then uh, ended up uh, finding this place, which is Ojo. And ever since that, I fell on with it, and it's the best. And at the time, uh, well, when he started, I still had another two weeks of this art lessons I was taking at the Civic Center. Were you like a uh, like a painter? Like a was it like a drawing? I mean, what kind I've, of art? I've been drawing all my life. I like uh, I like do- doing doodles uh, in my notebooks, uh, just drawing on random pieces of paper. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I've, I've always been a bit more artistic. Um, but yeah, that's like after that, uh, those art lessons uh, finished. And I was in the same boat as my brother. Uh, okay, gotta gotta find something something to do uh, before school starts. Keep like yeah, uh, keep myself like occupied. To, to yeah, school, so. yeah. It was a month left. It was like it was like the beginning of August. So uh, for my parents, yeah, sign sign me up for it too. I'm uh, I'm, I'm down to start. And first, I'm walking in the dojo uh, like after the class. I, I knew this is what I I wanted to do. Like, for sports, they never re- they never really been my thing because every sport I, I I did before starting karate was mostly team sports, and I don't like the fact that I have to rely on someone else to do good. Yeah. Karate, it's like yes, you, you you have a team they, that that helps you and pushes you, yeah, they but support you and in, like when when you come down to it, it's just you and in, in, in the tatami doing doing your best, and that's what that, that's what I love about karate. Makes sense. Team sports aren't for everybody. I'm of that too. I mean, I played soccer. I played ball hockey. I mean, I coached. I loved hockey more. Soccer, I don't remember much other than probably pissing off my coach. I used to live in. I used to live in the West Island. Actually, I grew up in Beaconsfield. Okay. And uh, but I moved to the city when I was six years old. My parents got divorced, and my dad met like my stepmom. And, you know, he they found a house in the city, and my mom, work purposes, came to the city too. But. Yeah, I mean, uh, team sports, man. It's like it's like it's like some stuff. Like no matter how many times you try to push it on someone to do, they, it, that's the thing with parents. Like you know, when they push it on their kids, it's like, what if the kid doesn't want to do it? Like you want to be an artist, your parents supported that. You know, you play soccer, it works for you, but what works for one doesn't work for the other. 
On the flip side of that, though, I find you do have to have parents that push you. Yes. Because, like, even, even for us, like, there, there's days where... Yeah, we just don't want to do it. We, we, Mom, Dad, we, 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 don't, we don't feel like training. Yeah, it's like, oh, and that, you know, like, uh, and then that, that, that's when, like, Mom, Mom brings out the, uh, the slippers. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're going to karate if you, like <laughs> if you like it or not. You gotta... Yeah, you gotta. You got. You, you gotta keep. You gotta keep the discipline up with. Slipper. Shut slippers. I mean, I. I mean, I mean, Penny. You know, shout out to Pet. What's your last name? I can't. Callum. Listen, I'm Jewish. I can't say. Listen, <laughs> this is. It's not all. But I could say like as like an Ashkenazi Jew, like I I butcher names. So shout out to Pel, Penny. You want to say the last name? Penny Kalamutsos. Kalamutsos, who uh, added me, gave me great support, and you know, rest in peace to Diesel too, an amazing dog. You know, Thanks. you know I love I love that dog breed, man. That's my dream dog. So Beautiful. Diesel, yeah, Diesel was like a handsome guy. Did you yeah. ever? Did you guys ever use him like as like a wing as like a wingman? You know, let's let him go up to girls and be like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, he must he must like you. You know, can you confirm or deny that? Uh, I'll deny that we didn't never, okay. never, never really had to use the, the, the dog as a as a wingman. Yeah. Can't really think think of the the, the logistics of uh, bringing the bring, dog bring to everywhere. Or like <laughs> exactly. But it definitely, definitely would have would have yeah. helped. Exactly. It's a beautiful dog. He looks like uh, Samuel L. Jackson, if you think of it. Put a glasses on him. I with can, a... Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> And like I saw that on like I don't know who's uh, I don't remember whose uh, picture it was on, but uh, I saw Diesel on uh, like one of your like Facebook, and I added you guys. So I think it was either yours or it was probably my brother. Yeah, you guys kept you guys really raised a good dog, man. You know I'm sure he's very happy with uh, yeah, everything like, you guys are a really doing. Really good boy. It's like really silly for his age. Like he acted act like a like a baby, still like a puppy, and but he was like 15 years old, and he was still kicking it until the end because. Uh, he had a disease. Uh, it's called the DN. No. Well, no. Oh, wait. You talking about the the one the one that like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's like uh, DN. So um, with that, uh, like their spine is all like screwed up, mm. and their back legs they don't work at the end because they lose all like, the muscle and. Uh, you're, you're losing feeling in the yeah, in the lower, lower portion of your body, and in the end, that's. Uh, in in the end, he 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 was just embarrassed with, with with himself, having to be carried all the time, not being able to control himself so because his mind was still there like he was smart he knew we knew we cared about him and everything so it's like it felt bad putting him down it's the toughest thing it's like really like people like think like you know like oh you know they're with us forever but you know eventually you know they they comes their time too but i mean you got 15 good years out of him how long do boxers usually 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 like 10 10 11, 11. If you're lucky you're yeah. lucky 11 but yeah he was he was a trooper. Yeah, he he, got he bonus looked. Years. He got what? Bonus years. Bonus years. That's yeah. a good way of looking at it. And uh, yeah, man, definitely a great dog. I mean, it's uh, I had a Boston Terrier, so they're very smart. Grandparents also had a uh, had a Boston Terrier buddy. Buddy, that's what his name. How they're they're brilliant those dogs, yeah, man. Crazy. Yeah, mine's wild. He taught him where squirrel was. Like he just go at the door, like. Like he knew, like if you just said squirrel, he would just run right up to my balcony door and be ready to kill that thing. Was Diesel the same way too, or he was squirrels? Oh my god, yeah, like uh, squirrels, skunks, everything. Squirrel, like squirrels feed the. There was this one particular squirrel who'd like come in our come in our backyard, go on the power lines, and would call for him. Yeah, and go. Ka, 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 ka. 
and then like the dog would have to go outside and then they just like like the laps back yeah. and forth in the backyard oh, he's going nuts he's like going barking going yeah it sounds like my dog too it's like i don't know it's like a it's like a trigger it's like they see that thing they hear some like noise that's familiar with a squirrel and they just go back and forth back and forth <laughs> So yeah, I mean, uh, so other than so you know, we could talk about Diesel all day, but you know, you know, I'm giving him some, but you know, he deserves a spotlight. You know, yeah, exactly. he was a he was a good dog, you know, and he's special to the he was special to you guys. Um, so when it comes also to karate now, so you guys started at four and six, so with Russo, so and you're telling me that uh, the dojo's moved around a few times, and now well, let's hope that this is the final spot him stays in because it's such a good spot that he's found finally. Yeah, yeah it's no, it's really it, it's a really nice spot. That, I mean. We still have the same amount of like tatami as uh, the last location, which is huge relative to most dojos I've been to. Like it's it's enormous. It's insane. Like every every time like we go we, we, we get invited to like go train out of at other dojos. If like if you're, it's claustrophobic. Yeah. Like, it's like you're, you're not, touching you're not everyone, to you're like you're doing like your shadow or your pad work and you're just hitting the other guy. Like you 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 only realize what you have when you don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then like now we we have we have like so much more more space. Uh, we're adding, we're adding a like a turf field though. We can do like weights. I and, saw like, that. Sled. Yeah. Oh, the sled like was like the okay. So I just want to like put on the record the one thing that made me really like Russo Dojo Sensei when you listen to this when you put the turf down and said I got a sled. That's the one thing I've been wanting to do for a while. So how awesome is that? You get it? Oh yeah, like. Uh, I, I, you almost never see that any other dojos. <laughs> That's forward thinking. That's why, you know, Russo Dojo, if you're looking for traditional martial arts, it's the place to be. Mm-hmm. And now we got like, even got like Mui Joey Muay Thai here. Is it, do we say, we call him Joey Muay Thai or is it Joey Garen? What do we say usually? Um, I mean, his name's Joey Garen, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on his, his Instagram. Uh, Join Muay Thai. Yeah, that's an amazing mix, you know, like to have Kyokushin with Muay Thai. How do you guys feel about that, having like those two striking systems in the dojo? Oh, it's great. Like, uh, I mean, Muay Thai, the, the only experience I really had with it, uh, I took a, uh, like one of my gym classes in Egypt, we, we, we did Muay Thai, and I like it because it's like straight straight to the point, you're like, like, like Yokin, you're, you're hitting the guy. Like, none, none, none of that, like, uh, you're not playing with balloons. Yeah, you're not playing balloons. You're there to fight, and that's it. And you're adding, you're, you're adding like, like, all, like, like, clinching the punch into the face, uh, it's... It, it, it looks it's another it looks it's nice. another world, but it's really similar to Kyokushin. Just because we don't have, there's no clinching in Kyokushin, there's but no clinching, there's no face punches. face punches. Well, you know what? I I think that's changing because uh, the association you yeah, guys are under. Are, yeah, uh, Kyokushin can we we do have a uh, a category for um, face punches for face punches. It, it's With not gloves. yeah, it's not there yet. But a pair, but what but what Sensei told me, I've also spoken to. Uh, Shian Moji in Halifax, and he's coming on in April, so to create some suspense, but you know, like, um, not suspense, but you know, to create anticipation. You know, as I said, I love Kyokushin Khan so far because it's so important that we make the art as, like, real as it is, you know? Exactly. And what are you, what's your take on this phase that we're bringing in face punching again to make the art real? I mean, you gotta you got you got remember, like, why it was taken out in the first place, because when Masayama first started Kyokushin, there was face punches. There was guy eye gouging, groin shots. Anything, anything could go. Yeah, no rules. Just like well, ba- basically the only rules was like nothing on the ground. It was all all stand up, obviously. But everything else uh, was, was basically legal. But they had they took it out for two reasons. One, the fights weren't as interesting because you can train like all your life and like, be, like be, be the best, and then like some some guy just like l- lucky shot the uh, punch in the face like. Uh, 
McGregor and, uh, and Aldo. Aldo and Aldo, yeah. And you're just you're out. And now all that training like went like uh, gone. Didn't really learn anything from that. Well, except for maybe keep your hands up. And then like uh, it's not really ent- entertaining for uh, everyone else to watch. Uh, two second fight. And then the the other thing I get like uh, if you if you want to attract people to like come come and start your sport, uh, you can. <laughs> there there was a limit. People people get getting thrown out thrown out of a window uh, in, in in the old days. Uh, it kind of does something for, for for the rep. Yeah, I know it's audio, but my face right now is like, what the hell was going on in the old days? Because oh, yeah. I never learned about this. Kyokushin Kyokushin was like, it still is brutal, but it was much more dangerous back in the day. Yeah. It was all. It was no holds bar. Basically, it's basically like what we saw in the early, early UFCs before Masayana's we see now. Dojo had to have bars on the windows so people wouldn't fly out of them because yeah. <laughs> it was insane. That is very crazy to say yeah. the least, and, and to sound uh, not to say and drop any f bombs here, but it's pretty wild. Yeah. And so Kyokushin Khan is like headed by uh, Royama, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, I did some research on a very unique individual from North Korea. So he's like a success story because he managed to escape from that mm-hmm. police state and, you know, got into Kyokushin and then was, uh, what, what, do, what, what do you guys know about Royama? Because I'm still trying to learn about him, but maybe you guys could tell me some stuff about him that you know. Or... I mean, we've met him. We've okay. met him like a, a bunch of times because he's, uh, he's, he's had a seminar in uh, Canada, so like uh, in, in Anjou, hosted by the, uh, by the Lamars. Yes. And uh, another one in, in North America was in uh, Florida last summer. Yeah, last and that was a that was a great experience. We got to do uh, a beach training. Beach training. That, uh, was, that was like I literally finished finished it off with roll kicking in, in like into, into, the, into the ocean. <laughs> that was in, that was insane, but the guy is like super super technical. Like it's all it's it's all about the uh, the technique uh, with, with him, like. From from what I've noticed with uh, with Kyokushinkan, they really put the emphasis on the katas because katas are it's a fighting simulation. It's the the bunkai. All the all the application for everything you do in a fight. It's it, it has its roots in, in, in the kata. So that's what Kyokushin we put the Kyokushinkan we put a big emphasis on the doing doing the doing your katas properly, doing um geckos, doing the kions, because that's your base to build up on your fighting. Yeah, without that can't be a fighter like you need to practice that constantly and that's how you improve your fights you know we see this with the, i've seen this like i don't i wouldn't say i've seen it but i what i what i'm understanding here this is what i'm understanding from what you just said is that royama is very technical and what i perceive it as is that when the kumites come around kyokushin khan seems to really have like such good technical fighters because you got justin mancini in your association who's like one of the best lightweights like of this generation um I mean, you even had my teacher, Mo, come here. You know, Mo's not with any association, but he's spoken very well of what he's seen here and working with you guys and, my, and with Justin. And I, I have this, this feeling that, you know, if you look at, like, the other associations like IK01 and Shin, I'm sure they have their, their fighters and they have their philosophy. But it seems like Kyokushin Khan, like, has such good technical fighters. Would you, would you say, like, that that's because of what Royama's is teaching everyone to, to have? Definitely, definitely. But, I mean... You got you, you got to be technical when it comes to uh, to fighting. You can be the you can be like the strongest guy in the world, but uh, if you're if you're weak minded, you're not really gonna go anywhere. Like um, one of the most technical fighters I ever like I ever I ever met. Shout out to uh, Carlos Aniga from uh, the La Salle Dojo. Yeah, Sensei Dan Coyle's dojo. 
Um, yeah, he's the uh, Kyokushin LaSalle, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, I know K- one of their K- guys K-W-F. from there. K-W-F, yeah. So, Carlos, what makes, makes him like a, a really good fighter? Super analytical. He can, he, sp- he spots your patterns before you even realize you've been making a pattern. Yeah. And even just like sparring with him, you, you just feel like he's playing with you at like half the time because like, how'd you know I was going to do that? And like he tells you, he's like, like, I see your pattern, I see your pattern, and he just still gets you. And you think, you think, all right, I'm switching it up. It's like, no, you're not, because you just made a larger pattern. Yeah. Also, like, best front kicks in, like, in, in, oh, in the business. It's like, best he'll m- make you go through the wall with a front kick. Best Mike, it is, like, super precise aim, perfect amount of, like, strength and, like, recoil in it. It's, Amazing. It's a killer. The wind um, you, like... So LaSalle is like when you said they're under KWF, they're not under Kyogushin Khan, but like they kind of. It's a separate organization. There's so many. I know <laughs> it's like it's like I can't even keep up. Like it's like for example, there's like IKO one, and then there's Shin, then there's Kyogushin Khan, then there was IKO three, which is now Matsushima, yeah. which is like where uh, I don't know. If, I'm sure you know Vincent Michaud, heavyweight yep. champion. Yep. He was on my show. Uh, that's the organization he's under. So like it's like it's really crazy how like there's new ones coming, and then there's old oh. ones. Basically, well, and then there's Kembukai, which like yeah, recently right. formed. But uh, I mean, honestly, it's it's just people who they see they they see a different direction in in bringing Kyokushin. No one's wrong, really. It's just it, it, it's the way you see like uh, the reason why why Kembukai split split from uh, Kyokushin Kan. They thought we were doing a bit too much for the katas, bringing weapon katas, bring and not focusing enough on the fighting. The fight. Which I mean, on like. Fair enough. That's like it's it's an it's another route route you can take, um, and it's not 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 surprising because the how that how that split happened. I think it was um, actually the the Fukukan show for for Kyoshinkan who split off um, Kyoshigetsu Tsuyoshi, and uh, he he trained like a bunch like a bunch of like the great fighters. Yeah, they're all like, like he trained Midori. He trained uh, Matsui. I'm not okay. You guys gotta yeah. correct me on the history and like clarify. I know it's a lot to say, but like, yeah, you're saying like he had like all these killers yeah, with yeah. him. Yeah, like he, like this, this guy was the, like the fighting guy. Yeah. Like uh, we've had a seminar with, with him too, and that was like a more, a more like like fighting, uh, fighting seminar, more more techniques, and that was that was great. Yeah, sixteen hours of just fighting, like fighting techniques, fighting everything. But even even then, because they're still still under Kyoshin Kan, so. Like so I think I think there was like a solid like two hours of just taking um I think I think Pinango and just splitting it off and doing and doing the application for like uh, each technique there's yeah. a different application so it's like you take a partner one guy's doing the actual kata and they're doing the, the technique and then the other guy's just simulating of what you're getting attacked from it's amazing it really seems like uh, what you guys have is so organized in this and like that's. Like, when I even follow their pages, too, like, Kyokushin Khan, you know, like, uh, it's, like, I'm seeing, like, a lot of, like, great organization in terms of, like, explaining, breaking down the technique, why we do it, and it's, like, you know, some people get, like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like, you know, I'm more of a fighter, you know, but in order to get to my brown and black, you know, you need to get, know your katas, and... Yeah, you still need, you still need to do it, um, but, yeah, like, um, like, Justin, for example, really great fighter. Katas, you don't realize you, you don't realize though because he doesn't he, he, he doesn't always come to come to the Wednesday class for Katas. When it comes to uh, like for uh, like like the, the next like black belt uh, passage, we gotta like we gotta teach him a bunch of the Katas, but 
the man does the best katas I've ever the seen. Katas ever. He just doesn't know the moves. Like put put a guy in front of him to like show the moves, but he'll do a better kata than that guy. Yeah. Super like super low uh, stances. Low stances. Uh, great strength. Great technique. Everything. Like and and like that. When I saw that, for the, when I noticed that for the first time, that's what made me realize, like, yeah, like, the katas do, they do play a big part in, in fighting. That's impressive. You're good at that. You're, you're, you're good at, uh, you're good at fighting. Exactly. Like, I mean, like, I mean, like, I, in my old school, like, to get to my green belt, I mean, I don't want to, as I said, you know, I got to yellow belt, you know, the yellow is like where, it's like a pit, it's like a kind of like a crossroad point, I feel, because a lot of people do quit at yellow. They're like, oh, I got yellow belt, but I just stopped because... I just saw, you know, like, it's it's much harder, you know, it happens, you got up to yellow, great, you know, not many people make it that far, but, I mean, you know, when you get up to green, I mean, kind of changes, you that's know. When it, that, yeah. That's when, that's like, when you're, you're in the big boy leaves there. Yeah. Like, uh, when, even when, when you're a kid, that's when, like, all right, sense it can go a bit harder on you now, that you're, like, you're, 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 you're actually feeling it, uh, you can, you start the, the adult class, and that's when, all right, this is actual, this is actual karate. And even then, like, you feel it again when you get when, when you get the black belt. It's yeah, like, oh yeah, I'm black belt now. And some people quit after they get their black belt because they think, oh yeah, I made it. It's like, no, you didn't. You just started. You just started. Like you're perfecting all your techniques now. You're learning new things. Because before you're just learning the techniques of karate. You're learning just the basics. Now you're actually like improving yourself on everything. I mean, like, I had my green belt. I mean, I got a K, but I mean, I, the reason why, like, I wanted to come to this dojo eventually is because I know I'll learn properly how to get to the next level. You know, some schools, you reach a certain point and you're like, okay, I can't really get to that level. You need, like, the teachers that can push you or, like, exactly. the support system. As you were saying with your parents, but, you know, you have a good core here, you know, and Justin, Jessica, um, Adam, and, and uh, there's uh, Pat. Any, are there any others that, like, you want me to like give a shout out to like you feel that are like that really help with the with the team here there's just so many names i know yeah. but yeah like i mean i mean just like the, the dojo as, as a whole everyone everyone like ha, ha, has their strengths and you, you you learn you learn a different thing from everyone yeah, everyone fights differently everyone like acts differently and everything so. it's an expression of art that's why it's a martial art you know like i mean when i fought uh, like i mean, when i when i fought vincent's guy like uh Mathieu from and uh, you know, Shian Stefan Marcotte, right? He used to be with you guys, and then he went off to uh, Kambuka. I uh, had his tournament last May, and you know, I mean, I'm more of like a cutting edge kind of guy. I express my fighting style through like cutting edges and you know, pressuring, mm -hmm. like even by taking a lot of hits. Vincent's guy was like a lumberjack. His expression of the art was using low leg kicks to immobilize my front leg so I don't have yeah. that movement. Chop you down like a tree. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, shout out to Matthew and Vincent. You know, good luck to Vincent out in Ring Wars today. You know, uh, like, I mean, he's like I said, you know, he's the current leader of this generation now to lead Kyokushin. But, any, but that being said, his guy, like, everyone has their way of using, utilizing their tools. You know, what, like, I mean, I don't want, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not, what, what, I don't want to, like, uh, try to, like, ask you guys too much because you have your weapons too but like like what's your philosophy when you guys are going into uh here's the thing me and peter we fight we fight completely different that's okay the, the, like that's, you, you're saying like the uh the ufc comparison yeah the ufc comparison like tj dos on the dom cruz they, they, they don't fight the same no like so me the, the the way i fight which is funny since i'm a lightweight but because because of being being taught by uh, by sensei like when 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 he fought he was i think i think he was fighting the uh, heavyweight division yes I've always learned how to tank it through. 
just keep going front, 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 take the hits, uh, take the punishment, and then one, and then just get right in there and start start like chopping down the like, kicks, uh, winding the person by just going nonstop on the abs. Um, always pick like one spot on the upper body, one spot on the uh, on the lower body, and just keep attacking that because everything like you you can take fifty hits at like everywhere. But take fifty kicks to uh, to the legs. Starting like you're like done. oh man, dude. Honestly, guys, when like I took those leg kicks from that from Mathieu, it was like the next day, like I could not bend or like lift my leg up. I was limping. Like the pain lasts for like a good week and a half. Then like, I got to take a week off the gym, like or maybe even two, depending on how bad the swelling is. Because you know I didn't know how to leg check too either. But I mean it's. Those leg kicks, man. It's always it, it's always like a uh, a double edged sword though for checking legs. Yeah, I mean, like, in semi, it's not that bad since you at least have the, the shin pod. guards. Yeah, you have the shin guards. Full contact though, it's like you gotta you gotta make sure you check <laughs> check up the right part of the shin, or else you're just gonna do do even more damage to yourself yeah, than uh, for the rest of the fight. Yeah, and uh, for me, it's like the way I fight. I fight completely different from my brother. I'm I move around, though, guy. I'm just bouncing around the, I'm bouncing around the whole time. Trying to make the guy confused, not expecting what's gonna happen, and then I'll go up, kick the guy in the head, try to knock him out. If it doesn't work, just go in for the chopping down. Same thing. <laughs> and then uh, it's like, we're pretty similar, but really different. We go in for the time. kill in, 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 yeah. in a similar way, but I'm more a truck. My brother jumps around. I'm lighter, so I can't take all those hits. So you like to cut the edges. I was like, I was sparring with like, so like when I came on Monday, like I was, uh, like I was sparring with Lucy and for an orange belt, Lucy's really good, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. Like she's really good. She has a lot of power. I mean, her daughter too, I think is a black belt and, yeah. and like no. Lucy was like, and like Lucy like has a lot of power, but and what I was doing, what I wanted to do is a green belt, you know, being the higher, being like, you know, like higher, but I mean, let's be honest, I haven't trained in a long time either. So I mean, it's, I'm still just getting back into it, but I was teaching Lucy, I was like, use what like what uh, Shinku's guys used on me, which is which was the low leg kicks. I taught them like go for my upper thought, go for my upper quad, go for my middle, then go for my lower. Attack that with your punches, and I said that's how you're going to really like do damage. Yeah, everyone yeah. fights differently. Just depends on what works best for you. Yeah, everyone everyone basically has their specialty. They have something that they're a lot better at, and then like it's up, it's it's up to the coach to like use that potential and guide them mold them so they're using it optimally like okay if you're not if you don't if you don't have like um like, High like kicks. Yeah, flexible legs don't go for yeah don't, don't go for it. You're, you're just you're wasting your energy go 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 get your point by getting uh by by like winding the guy hurting him make him lose his will to fight get your get your uh your wasari get your uh your epon what does Epon mean again? Epon's the full point. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So like, uh, I gotta learn this stuff because I was I've, I've been out of the game for like quite a bit. So. Yeah, so what Wazari is your that's your, that's your half point. Um, two half points gives you your, your Epon. Person has the Epon wins. Um, so you get your two head kicks or uh, kick the guy in the head hard, hard enough, enough and knock, knock him, him out. out. You're you're on the ground for more than uh, than three Mississippi's. Uh, good. Yeah, that's why. Hand, hand goes up. Epon. That's what happened with Vince's guy. He showed me the video of him fighting in China. You know, uh, he fought like this Chinese heavyweight, and he got his like he got his like epon. It was a if I got the story correct, like I I don't I'm trying to remember the details, but it was a crazy fight. The guy just kept like swimming, like punching like this, yeah. and Vince just 
used everything and he got his epon and he won that fight and then you know he had another fight or two and then he uh then he he, he came in second place for canada man which is like nice. it's really hard to do that, that yeah like like um when it comes to most international competitions i mean we've we went to japan in 2008 yeah, like i competed in japan uh, i was eight years old like and it was amazing it was a different world like crazy experience and for that like really like the only people you're, you're seeing win are the uh the, the Japanese, Japanese the and then yeah, maybe the Russians and some Europeans, like or yeah, maybe an Australian, because yeah. Australia's got like a kick. Australia is close to Thailand geographically, so they have that rich kickboxing uh, yeah, history. Kickboxing, it's like if, if yeah, if you want to get like that uh, authentic uh, like kick like uh, Muay Thai experience and going to Thailand, well, Australia's like it's not that far far of a flight for them, at least re- relative to us. No, exactly. And then you have like the Dutch too that would come in. Yeah, that's Holland is like, I mean, like, yeah, we all talk about, like, Japan and all, you know, how it's, like, the hub, it's, like, the mecca, but, I mean, there's some killers, like, for example, when I was talking with, uh, like, when I was talking with Mo, like, I said, yo, I'm going to, like, Mo wants to go to Russia because he wants to see what they, they do down there, and that makes sense. I want to go to Holland because Holland is, like, where you have, uh, where you have, like, the, you have, like, um, the killers, like, you had Ernesto Hoost, uh, these are kickboxing legends, uh, Ramon Deckers, uh, like, those are the two I can think of a Gegard Mousasi in MMA like he's a he's my favorite 185er but it just goes to show that like Holland does have that yeah. mecca too and you know what what's it like when you see those guys down there like when you see them like expressing their version of the art it's like I don't know it feels a little bit different because back from like North America like every like North American kid is like oh it's a hobby it's not like their life but back in like Japan or Russia it's like it's their life. They're doing karate, for example, in school. Like, we went to Japan in 2008, and there's kids that, in their gym class, like, you know how here we have baseball, soccer, all that stuff? They're, do- they're doing karate, they're doing taekwondo, they're doing all those martial arts on top of the sports. So it's like, they're just learning it from such a young age, and they're just perfecting it when they get older and older. Uh, even when we went to Japan, um, I remember it was like, uh, I fought in Japan, uh, and there's like a Russian kid next to us, and he was crying. He lost his fight, and his parents were like getting mad at him, like, oh, why'd you lose a fight? But we learned after that, if you're in Russia and you're doing karate, there's like 20 other guys waiting in line. If you lose, you're out. Like, it's their life. Because they, they have that chance to get that stipend, yeah, that government yeah, money. The government actually, yeah. I think that like that's the other thing. Like the government actually puts, puts a bit more money in, into sports for them. Because they're like at least when you when you're representing the the country, um, yeah, like, and like that's what's nuts about the, the Russians. Like since you have that financial incentive, you have a bunch more people who are like willing to train so much harder than than normal um, compared com, compared to Canada, and you just have a lineup for who, who people ha- people who want to have that that national spot, and that's why the when you go when you go to tournaments, you end up seeing like every, I'm. Everyone's seen a, like a Russian coach, like just like slap the kid, slap like slap the person, like um, the parents just walking away when the kid gets knocked out. Yeah. Like here, like uh, you, you'd have a mom freaking out, running like running onto the tummy uh, for a kid. They're like, yeah, no, you're you're disgraceful, <laughs> you're embarrassing me, like I'm out. Um, and that like it's 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 a completely different mentality. Um, at least like for for the Russians, the the, the Japanese. They, they also have that. They have, like they, they have the mentality where it's not just a regular sport; it's your life. But like, they're not, 
not as cruel as <laughs> we find at least. They'd be savage in their own ways. Yeah, they're they're just they're 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 just savage on the uh, on, on the tatami. Like, it's it's always mesmerizing. Like uh, when 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 a Japanese team comes to uh, to a North American tournament, because then you, you you get you get a little insight of what they're doing in Japan. Every year it's different. It's like oh now they're working this, and it's something we've never thought about. Um, my dad's really good at seeing this stuff because he, uh, he's really he's really analytical and, he, and he's the one who usually points it out to us even though he doesn't do karate so a lot of the times so we uh, the, was the, so there was this tournament with uh, the Japanese there and he noticed that like you, you know usually when you're uh, to, to get the max power out of your kicks or whatever turn your hips uh, same three or three punches turn your hips they have another trick up their sleeves with the Japanese they keep their legs slightly bent and go up, and they they un, they they unbend it, and you, you you go up for when you're punching. You're just adding a little kick of power, yeah, extra more power, more reach, and it's always it's always something like that. Like why why haven't we thought about it? Um, there was one here where every all the Japanese fighters what they would do, take it easy for uh, the whole like fight, like a minute and a half because it's two minute round, minute and a half. Just take it easy, like. Roll, of like, roll of the punches. Yeah, roll of it. No emotion because they can take the, they can take the hits, and then last thirty seconds explode and just destroy the other guy. Like the other guy's the running on fumes now because he's been he's yeah. been trying to like get you and you're just, like the Japanese person's just there taking it. No emotions face like nothing's happening. Uh, like you you call out a punch, so then you're just desperate. You're dying, and then that's what he opens up on you. And so he waits. Yeah, he just yeah. waits. They're killers, man. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, I know there were some Japanese that came to Hugo Perez's tournament in October, but and like they they were good apparently. But I don't know what happened. But it was like a big deal because you know it's not every time you know to get the Japanese. It's even harder to get the Japanese than the Russians, it seems. And, and like and uh, like for, for the Japanese, they're, they're not even. I don't even think they're they're sending like their A teams like half the time. That's what I said. I said I don't know what they're sending because I mean like. I mean. I mean, kudos, kudos, kudos to getting them to come. That's the yeah. one thing I'll say. I'll never, I don't want to like, I don't want to like say like, oh, they, they didn't get the. No, yeah, you think it depends. They're still good. Yeah, they're they're like, amazing. Like I fought many Japanese kids. Look, from my personal experience, like I used to fight a lot of them when I was uh, doing semi contact. They're not strong. They're just really fast, really good with techniques. Like they, you have your hands up, but they're going around your hand and kick you in the head. They're kicking in the face. Just everything. super efficient because, yeah. like, not many people know this for 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 semi contact. But well, I mean, even for like regular fights, yes, it's two minutes. You don't have to do the entire two minutes. Try Get it. your point. So, for semi contact, well, especially for like the younger kids, you have your, uh, your you have your chest guard. You have your you have all your other equipment. So Screw it's not it's not gonna hurt. Why 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 am I gonna waste all my energy? Like drilling punches into this guy's chest plate, and he's not gonna feel anything. You're wasting energy. Stay there. Wait. Like set up. Set set up your uh, set up your, your your kick, and when it's open, get the uh, get the head kick. That's impressive. So like they really know how to wait it out. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all about being efficient, and that's how they're they're just never tired from their fights because all about efficiency or is there, nothing wasted or if the Russians just have that conditioning like you know they just know yeah yeah it's like you yeah, see like, just, like the, the, right the, the constant beatings uh, that they have to take if they want to eat tonight <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, they are. They, it's definitely crazy to see what's happening right now. And the fact with the the, de- the Degeki happening in May, I mean, Justin was on. He confirmed that there's going to be some national fighters coming down. So, you know, it's him and uh, the other guy, uh, F- uh, Sensei, or Xian Faroud. Uh, yeah, Shen Fuad. Fuad, yeah. He's like, it's a group. It's a, it's like a big group that's like doing this Degeki. Like, and yeah. it's like, is this the first time they're doing it, or is it like the? No, 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 no
for uh, IFK. Then it's like uh, a couple more, a couple more in October, and then it it, it ends off uh, end of December. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what you mean. And, and in November, there used to, there used to be turns in uh, in December too. Uh, I was on the Ashes uh, Coupe de Samurai. That was that was, that was a really nice tournament. nice tournament. What tournament was it? Coupe de Samurai. Uh, it's from my uh, Longueuil. Yeah. And like a, for the, for that tournament, it was nice because it, it it's always a, uh, a one match. One match, they pair you up with like someone's like your your height, your weight, and I mean honestly for me, uh, like growing up doing karate, I, I'm I'm am I'm a small guy. I'm only I'm only five, like five four. Um, now I'm weighing in at like one one fifty five, but before that I used to be uh, like one thirty five, one forty if I was lucky. So I was always. I was always the smallest person in my categories for tournaments, so I learned to overcome that. The real life size is not really an issue. Beat a bunch of people unexpectedly, but so then like you 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 get a tournament like that where uh, they actually find a guy who's like around your your size and, and you're like, just destroying them because we're just used normally both of us we're at the bottom of like lightweight and. Uh, there's times that there's no lightweights and we're the only two and like there's been a couple of times that we're in the US so we've traveled like six hours to get there and we find out last second oh yeah there's no fighters for you so like what do we do we fight in the next category in the middleweight and we're fighting people that are like and middleweight, 80 pounds heavier than you and middleweight is such like a wide spectrum because like I weigh my walking weight is like right now like 193 on a good day usually it's like 195 by the end of the week but my competing weight would be like used to be 177 but now it's like 185 because i don't want to do the weight cut anymore but yeah it's like the middleweight is like a huge it's huge and it's like you could have a guy that's like your height and he's middleweight but you can have a guy that's like six three and he's a giant and you have to fight him because you signed up for it like there's been a couple of times that uh went into rochester one year uh it was me and dino for lightweight and we're the only lightweights so like okay we didn't come here just to fight each other because just put here in the dojo for free. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Put us in the middleweight. So I'm fighting a guy that's like 60 pounds heavier than me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And this is full Don't, contact. Yeah, full contact. It's like my second or third full contact fight. I'm like, okay, whatever. Who cares? So they start the fight. Doing good, doing good. Uh, get punched in the face. They stop it. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done playing around. Let's actually do it. Ajime, start the fight. Bang, head kick, knockout, and I was like, "What?" It's always in Rochester. Yeah, it's, it's the, like, the the only places the only place that like we've we've ever actually knocked someone out. Uh, one year, like like one year was me. Uh, like uh, I think it was like my it was like my third full contact fight, and then like the next year, my brother did like did, did a repeat, same same exact kick. We we love the Brazilian kick. Because like the the way it just goes through the guard. Yeah, the Glavitoza kick. It's it's an amazing kick, um, and it's been it, it's been reliable reliable for us. It's like you could have a for example like what we think about the, the Brazilian kick. It's you have a goalie in the net, right? But your goal the goalie is your hands protecting your head as the net. But the Brazilian kick doesn't matter if there's a goalie; it's still going through. Well, no, like it, it it's basically like if. Oh, I usually say this anytime I get someone with the Brazilian kick. Because everyone thinks, all right, I got my hands up, I'm good, uh, I'm immune to all this. Like, no, you're not. Like, just like in soccer, just like in hockey, the goal, like, yeah, sure, you have a goal in the net, but if the guy doesn't move, puck or ball is still going in. 
Exactly. <laughs> so in this case, like, yeah, okay, you can have your hands here, but if you're not paying attention, I'm just going to go over you and, and still kick you in the face. Um, and like, and then like uh, the, the the week after, I, I regret saying that because now I can't get the guy in the, in the head. That's but, incredible. And then, but that, like that, that that's the thing with uh, with Yokushin. Like, what what's great about like uh, like ha- having a bunch of people to fight with? You ju- you, you share each, you share each other's uh, strengths, give each other pointers. Um, best place for that again, LaSalle Dojo. Um, so th- th- like this is the thing. Um, Organized by by Justin and um, and, uh, and and Sensei Carlos, um, so Carlos uh, like asked his, asked his teacher Sensei Dan Coyle, shout out to him. Uh, can we use the dojo uh, every Sunday? We called it Sunday Fun Day, and uh, and Sunday Fun Day was was basically uh, fifty minutes of shadow boxing, and then the 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 other forty five minutes fighting. That's it, and. Like Justin, because of all his connections, he'd be bringing like all the best fighters in Montreal to Sunday Fun Day, and that was that was where we really started growing in our like in our journey. Like it was that was the the, the next step. Yeah. Because like sure you you have, you have your dojo, but after after a while, like okay, yeah, I know how this guy fights. I know how this guy fights. I know how this guy fights. Now mix it up. Get in, get 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 new blood in there, and uh, and we're fighting like world champions. We're fighting Mo and all these greats like Justin and everyone. And Ben Ben Poirier, uh, yeah. Like, Who? Uh, Who's the last name? Ben Ben uh, Poirier. Yeah, I've heard from, of him. Uh, like heart and soul. This guy, like you, like after you finish fighting him, you you, you don't ever want to you don't ever want to do a kick that's higher than the than the, than the gay then because he just goes for for supporting leg and up on and you end up on the ground. That's a nice technique. Like you, you, you almost you don't see anyone do that all the time, uh, and you really we we really grew from that, and like uh, really got 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 to thank uh, got got to thank uh, Carlos for 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 that idea. I got to thank J- Justin for organizing it all the time. Like uh, <laughs> like the Saturday night, he just sent like texts to every uh, like and any and everyone who does fighting in, in Montreal. Whether it's kickboxing, exactly. Shotokan, or Kyokushin, and then uh, mix it up and it's like. You learn a bunch of things from everyone. Everyone has their certain thing that they're good at, that they can teach you through it, and it's like we grew from it. And then, like a, a big thank you to uh, Sensei Dan Coyle for letting us use his dojo for free. Things like that, like usually, usually like um, my because my 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 dad uh, before we we learned how to drive, he he drive us all our trainings, um, and if you'd be like at like a like an extra training like outside the dojo like. Uh, there's uh, Anthony Massey has uh, uh, I can't remember. Can't, I can't remember his his gym's name, but like he he, he has a gym like on on, on sources, and uh, crazy conditioning class. Like, yeah, crazy conditioning. Like you, you feel like puking every like like, like every time. A couple of times doing it. That's how um, expensive. So like and, and, and like trainings like that, uh, like like outside of the dojo extra, like my, because like people are, are taking their time to train us. So like my. My my dad like likes to give him give him like a little something. I was like a thank you. Um, that Dan Coyle was like, yeah, no, <laughs> don't don't need that. It's it's all it's all about the training. When it comes to nutrition, how do you guys you do your nutrition? Like let's, because I'm having trouble with this too. Because I want to get back into it, but I'm eating like here's Mo's the, gonna kill me. I'm like Mo, I'm eating like garbage lately. So here's the thing with us: we have a high metabolism. Okay. So 
we just have to keep like eating. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can eat anything, and like, for me, like the problem is I burn too much calories. Even if I'm eating, I'm burning calories while eating, and it's like I need to eat like ten times more than I'm eating right now, and it's just. I mean, we we really lately like I mean we've we started cut like cutting out like the like the garbage for like a bit, but that's just like. Not because not because like it, it gives us weight or anything. It's just because it like that just does nothing. It goes through our system like and you get we got nothing out of it. So we're like eating eating a bunch more like uh like homemade meals, a bunch more fruits, a bunch more nuts. Uh, like eating like five full meals a day, and that's that's helped like put on some pounds. And now I'm 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 at one fifty five, and it's nice being at the the top of your of your weight class. Um, like the last two tournaments, I was finally like the guy who weighed the most. Which never happened before. Yeah, tell me about that because you know I don't like because I was watching some of your fights like uh, like some were like amazing victories and then you fought one guy that Justin knows uh, Chuck. Matey. How do you say his last name? Matey. I call him Maddie, but Matey. it's Matey. Yeah, he's he's a, he's an interesting guy, man, because like he really because like Legend. he the, he uh, you want to talk about him like yeah, so yeah. yeah. So he, here's the funny thing about about Chucky Matey. When me and Peter first started karate and we started going to tournaments and staying for the uh, for the night show for the, with the full context. Like six, four years old, doing a turn. Like uh, we're we're there and we're seeing Justin fighting fighting Chucky, because they're they're both lightweight. Yeah. So now, like ten years later, I'm fighting Chucky. And I think I think I, I was probably like I, I was a bit cocky the night before during the weigh-in because I'm like. Damn, I'm, I'm, I'm bigger. <laughs> yeah, that, that never happened before. Don't do that. Don't, and, yeah, yeah, you should have done like, that. And I, learned, and I learned that, like, first couple of seconds of the fight, yeah, no, there's, like... This is something else. Like, it was a very humbling experience fighting Chucky. Like, I felt like my, like nothing I was doing was really doing anything. And again, with the patterns. He saw the patterns. And he's just playing around with me. I'd explode on him. He's just taking it, all right, all right? And then when I, when, like, then I go on my dip... And that's when he explodes on me and like just goes go, goes to the head, and I mean I have a, I have a pretty strong head, so like I like he, he do we um roll like kick. A, no it wasn't roll kick it was a uh, like spinning back kick with, with, with the heel, and he hit me so hard like at, at the end of the fight like he told me yeah my my heel is hurting, like that's how hard he hit me and I'm I'm on the ground and then I get up like uh, <laughs> like the Undertaker, keep going like because there's nothing else I can really do. Just like keep keep going until uh, until they, they they throw that bead bag, but yeah, that was that was a crazy fight. And I think after that fight, we 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 had a beer after, because I want I want to like I wanted pointers. I need, I I want to know okay. Why why did nothing work on you? And that's when I that that's when I learned I, I got to stop relying on the on the adrenaline, because because that like you just get tired afterwards. Like sure okay you're super pumped. Everything's going, but now everything's going. You can't think properly. You you you, you become a bit mentally challenged when you're on the uh, <laughs> when you're on the uh, when you're on the the tatami. Like at the dojo, I can be a lot more technical, but then every every time because of that adrenaline, when I'm on the tatami, like I'll hear like after that, it's like, hey, why didn't you do that? It's like I didn't see it. I didn't see the opening. So you just get tunnel vision. You just you can't yeah. see anything. So you gotta you gotta be calm. You gotta just. You don't you don't need the adrenaline. You you've done the conditioning. You don't you don't need the extra boost from that. And be calm and slow it down. And wait like wait for your opening. That's like I, like I, that's what I, I I really I really learned from uh, from Chucky. Slow slow down my fights and 
it 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 helped it helped him in my next tournaments. He's a really cool guy, and he's wild too because he does wrestling yeah. with karate, but it's not Kyokushin. I asked him, I'm like, you do Kyokushin? He's he like, does, uh, Shinryu. but he adds Kyokushin components yes. to it because. Shurinryu, is that the one that um, Frank, Sensei uh, Frank per Francois Pressro? Uh, no, well, that's no, Shorin. No, it's a different. It's, it's pronounced a, different. Else. But uh, yeah, Chuck, like Chucky, Ch- 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 uh, the Shinguru, with with Kyokushin elements, and then and, and then like and then when when when, he, when he's doing his uh, his MMA fights because he also does MMA. Yeah. Um, like. The reason why he weighed less than me was because he was in the he was in the process of uh, weight cutting for for a fight in Singapore. Wow! So he's like he's taking this fight with the fight. Yeah, like this guy's nuts. He he looks at like it's like I look at him like oh this guy looks like a he could just stare you down and he's gonna kill you with this he's gonna win with the stare basically because then he's in your head and then he's gonna just un unload his uh, weapons on you yeah. basically. Yeah, like he's an amazing fighter. Yeah, I spoke with him. Very cool guy. Like, very, like, knows Justin, knows a lot of the IFK guys. Because he's done seminars yeah. with IF. That's another organization I really like. And that's, like, um, we've been doing a lot more of their tournaments re- recently. Me, me and Peter were the, were, were the light and featherweight, uh, like, uh, champs in North America for, that, I... for that organization. Because of, like, all the, like, after doing, like, so many tournaments and winning them, eventually, uh, shout out to uh, Mike Monaco, he, like, after the um, the Arnold Cup in Columbus last year, oh yeah, Sensei Fogarazzi was there with Pavel. Yeah, and we, we got we, so we we got belts for that. And then it's like we're the, we're the lightweight and featherweight champs. All right, but, that's amazing. That yeah. I'm so glad the Arnold Cup is like doing that, man. Like for Kyokushin. Yeah, it's sad that the didn't this year they couldn't do this it. Year, but yeah, politics and everything. But. I thought it was because of the coronavirus. Yeah, that's another that, variable. That, there, yeah, that, well, that that's a more uh, recent development, but. They, they they weren't gonna be doing the uh, the, the Kyokushin event at the at the Arnold this year because um, something like with uh, organizing yeah, like the, the event and yeah there was there was a bunch of like disagreements on on some issues that I don't I don't really know um, but so the it was canceled this year and then I guess like uh, finally in the coffin with the coronavirus yeah that didn't help <laughs> what was that like though going to Columbus to like compete there for what was that experience it was like really different compared to the normal tournament because you're seeing you're in a big event hall really big event hall and there's a bunch of different styles of martial arts there's taekwondo there's like MMA there's boxing wrestling, wrestling. Uh, shodokan um, and you just look, real, a bunch of like a bunch every every like every like, martial art yeah. was there yeah. and you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest like after looking at all the other events it, it really reinforced like my belief on like Kyokushin, Kyokushin being the hardest karate being the most brutal karate I got into a fight with someone over uh, why Kyokushin is the most brutal, but she's like, you guys are all a bunch of the person, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember her name. She's like, you guys are a bunch of tribal assholes thinking your style is the best. Yeah, because we train hard, so you know, we're yeah, proud of it. That's why. It's like, okay, you, on, on one side, okay, yeah, there's like, there, there, there's like the, the tribal thing of like, yeah, my thing's better, but when you know your thing's better, when you, there's, there's like legit proof of your thing being, your, your style because, being better. I think I think you you're allowed to believe that and, and, and say your opinion for that. And like we've trained with different types of people, like for boxing, like with uh, Justin for the Sunday Fun Day, we've trained with people that do boxing, they do MMA, and every all of them have said, I don't get how you guys are doing this. You guys are you guys keep on striking and you guys don't stop. Like I can't breathe, <laughs> and you guys are killing us. It's just 
how Kyokushin is. I really want to see a, sh- a high-level Shotokan versus Kyokushin. That would be like something. I'm sure it's happened. Maybe I'm not aware of it, but I really want to see that because there are some Shotokan practitioners that like to think that Shotokan is the best real form of karate. And I say, you ever heard of uh, y- Yannick No. Okay, so y- Yannick is uh, an- another one of J- Justin's friends that he uh, that he met at the uh, Heart and Soul Dojo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like he re- like because he's from France and uh, his dad's a uh, is a sensei for Shotokan. And he he did Shotokan all his life, and he came to he moved to Montreal, and started doing Kyokushin. And the guy is a killer. Yannick Reno is a, it, like he's a he's a really good. You don't want to be in the same time as him. Yeah, like. Like the he's super nice guy like out of the out of the tatami, but you put him in there and he's going through you doesn't 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 matter who you are. How old you, you are? Could, who you could you could be Schwarzenegger. You can be a, like an old an old grandmother. Like it's, you. he's gonna he's gonna get the the, the job done. That's imp- that's amazing. So yeah, so basically, like he has that mix of having the footwork in Shotokan. Yes, yeah, and yes. that's why because he can cut the angles to a T, but he has that mix of the power now. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really deadly combination. Is he like a black belt in Kyokushin? Yes. Okay, so he must be like a high level Dan in Shotokan, but now with being a black belt in Kyokushin, that must. Yeah, I'd like he's to see insane. him. Like, I think he's like the craziest person I've ever fought. Is he gonna? Does he compete in tournaments too? Or? Yes, he's. Uh, I know. I know. Like he 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 went to uh, Kazakhstan for the last uh, Shin uh, Kyokushin uh, World Tournament. Yeah, yo, Kazakhstan. They're a, they're an emerging powerhouse in Asia yeah, too, man. The Darman Sadakasov, have you ever heard of him? Nope. He's not from Kazakhstan, he's from that area, the Caucasus. Killers. Kill. I'm going to drop the F-bomb. Kill fucking Urs. Like, you have to put that F-bomb between there because they are different from the Russians. There's, it's like Igor, my friend Igor, more and most friend yeah, Igor. The, yeah, said. people in the Caucasus, they're, they're the Russians of the Russians. They're savage, man. They, they're on a new level. They're like, there's European Russians, and then there's Siberian Russians. And it's like, it's like there's French Canadians from Quebec, and then there's France French. And it's like, one is more savage because of the yeah. winters, basically. Yeah. So, is, what would you oh, yeah, say about well, that? Oh, yeah, because like, uh, I mean, I think like for there, again, bringing that financial yes. incentive... Okay, you can be you 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 start karate. You're living in you're living a comf, a comfy life in the uh, the the inner uh, the inner neighborhoods of Moscow or Saint Petersburg, and then uh, and then like you you have, a, you have you can have another Russian who comes from like but fuck nowhere in uh, Chelyabinsk or uh, Magnitogorsk, uh, close to the Kazakh border. Yeah, like just like 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 around there, and now okay, I re- I I could really use this financial incentive to get myself out of this situation i'm uh, you, you have a you have a real reason to train harder it's not just i'm training hard to be the best i'm training hard to be the best so i can get out of this and have a better life for myself and i think that's what makes them so much more hardcore um like like pe- like like the people from 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 siberia from from the caucasus uh like khabib uh <laughs> yeah you got his name right don't worry you said it right it's hard so yeah so um so that's so that's pretty interesting. So yeah, as you guys were saying, like Kazakhstan, the Shin Kyokushin tournament in Kazakhstan, like that's another hub spot that's developing. You feel? Yeah, like the the Kazakhs. I mean, we the first time we ever ran into them was uh, in Japan. In Japan. Japan. <laughs> Tell me about that experience. I want to hear it in detail because Kazakhstan is a country that, for Kyokushin, I'm I'm like kind of curious about lately. I mean, the Kazakhs. 
I find they're they're, they're just friendly Russians. <laughs> Uh, like a really good description. They're a lot. They they they're a lot more like like friendly. And we when we went there, uh, we we exchanged gifts. As uh, like before before going going to Japan, my mom my mom just got a bunch of like uh, Canada souvenirs to just like hand out to like to the kids. So we did that with with, with the with the Kazakh team, and then like one one of their guys gave us uh, a a mini yurt, which is like their like traditional tent house when they mm-hmm. well, when they are historically nomads. Uh, so that that was cool. Um, uh, I mean, the the moment we realized that they're like some pretty hardcore people, they're uh, like bef- like before the term even started, they're they're at the wall and they're punching the wall, like, like bare knuckles, like cement wall. And they're just like like they're, like they're doing like a mini like impromptu class, like just like some like kion, but like you know just punching the wall. Yeah. It's like. Like, okay, these guys are uh, <laughs> pretty pretty hardcore. They mean business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do was there a rivalry with them in Russia, or is it like? Do not, you th- not, that, not that we could tell, honestly. <laughs> there might be, but I feel like the Russians they have a tighter rivalry with like the the Japanese. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like for example, when Leshy Kurbanov brings his guys, like uh, the Japanese, like kind of get scared even when they send their best because Kurbanov. They're the Muslim Russians, and those guys are on a different level. It's like Khabib. It's like they put their faith of Islam yeah. with the karate. So imagine like how disciplined they are, and how like they're like how many kids are lining up like back home to take Kyokushin with Kurbanov. Yeah. It's like it's crazy. All the people in like Russia, Japan, even Poland. Poland has a really nice fight. Like we fought in uh, Rochester. Uh, my last fight in Rochester. We fought this. 41-year-old world champion from in uh, Japan, from uh, Poland. I got my ass whooped, but I stood my ground. Like the, for, like the majority of the fight, I was winning it until they put an extension and and they opened up. I opened. He opened up. He and was he, waiting for that. I've never gotten punched that hard. Poland's very underrated too. I mean, we always talk. As I said in all my podcasts, I've like I, it's kind of like yeah. redundant that I talk about They've Russia. Been the same the same struggles as the Russians. Yes, they lived under communism. Yeah. Poland is like, as you said, they got uh, your guy, there's uh, Marius Podolowski, the world's strongest man. He's a green belt, actually, in Kyokushin. He's fought in K1. He's fought in now, he's fighting in KSW, the Polish MMA promotion. So, yeah, it's like that part of the, it's like, that's their sport, basically. And they make money off it. It's, if it's not hockey, it's going to be judo, sambo, or Kyokushin. And yep. now Kyokushin is like, it's crazy, like, how big Russia is. Because they could just leave these organizations. Like, they're part of IK01, but if, like, they... They just they could just form their own organization, yeah. yeah. Do you think that it could come to that eventually? Because like the Russians kind of have their way of doing. I mean, in an ideal world, you'd want to see all the organizations come back together and make one. Uh, one union. Yeah, one union. Uh, which what, what they're doing with the KWU? There's Kyokushin Khan, KWF, and I think like an, and, and another organization. And every every couple of years they do a world tournament where they. They bring they they bring in all all, all their guys, um, and that like that that's that's always like an interesting tournament. I think that's the reason why the why the Lamars joined our joined our our uh, organization, because uh, they went they, they went to that tournament. Julie won, second, I think she won second, third, first. and um, and and uh, and Sylvie Como she had like she had a conversation with uh, with Rayama. And I think that's what led, that's what led them to uh, to join to join us. 
Yeah, and we're in the IKL one under yeah. that umbrella now. IKL one is like kind of like, as I said, it's kind of like changing so much to the point where now like Shin and Kyokushin Khan are the ones that are really growing. Like those are the the fastest growing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's nice to see because I really liked the first. I'm gonna sound a bit biased here and whatnot, but I love the kanji you guys have, like the kanji and Kyokushin Khan. It's the same kanji though. Like it, it's it's just it's a different calligraphy, but it it, it says the exact same thing. Exactly, that's what it is. But I, I don't like shins. I mean, I don't. I'm gonna stop. Well, sh- uh, shin kyokushin's because they like they have they have uh, it, it it says shin kyokushin on there. So you have like the big uh, the big character that's on top. It says shin, which is I think new in Japanese, and then kyokushin. But if you look at it, it's like yeah, it's it, 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 it's it's just a, it's a different uh, calligraphy. The calligraphy of yours though is like that mix of the original one. Yeah. It's nice the way they did the calligraphy, so you can you can't really tell unless you look closely. But for me, it's like that one and the original one. Those are like the two yeah. kanjis that like, I, I that's like how I remember or know Kyokushin by. But you know why uh, why why like uh, all the organizations had to find a new new uh, kanji. Right? Copyright. Yeah. Because when Oyama died, uh, Matsui was the took over and he. Uh, he like copyrighted, but then apparently Oyama's daughter, daughter. His daughter's like, yeah, no, this, the, I I own the copyright. Uh, like I I know like IFK's uh, kanji, it basically looks the same, but I think they made lines thicker and like it, it's similar, but not like not exactly the same as the original original one. Yeah, it's funny because IFK like uh, Hanshi Arniel was like was like Oyama's. If you listen to my episode with Scott Heaney from Marshall Way blog, he, like he, he was a, he was his like non non Japanese son. Yeah, so I mean, shouldn't he have some some rights too to what he did? But like, like Arniel too, man, has done such a good job. Like with IFK, like IFK, yeah, like IFK's growing. They're growing in Europe, but in Canada, like I spoke to Scott about this, and like I said, like why isn't there like a plan in place to like, you know, have more in Quebec? There are a few IFK dojos in Montreal. Yeah, there's, the one, there's the one in uh, Laval. Um, Jonathan Hemond, right? Yeah, Jonathan Hemond, and uh, in in Quebec City, you got the Jonathan Willett. Okay, so there's two at and least. And then in Mississauga, you got the you got Steve Fogarassi. Yeah, Contact Kicks Martial Arts. Yeah. Shout out to them. And then I want my sweater, by the way, Scott. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, it's an inside joke Scott and I have. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, like it's it's crazy what IFK is doing, and you know, like it's in, them in, in the states. They're they're they're, they're doing like uh, like the IFK. They're they're, they're they're doing some crazy tournaments. Like uh, past two years now, we've we've been doing tournaments in uh, Atlantic City because there's a. Um, there's a martial arts magazine. I can't remember the name, but they uh, every year they do a, uh, an, a com- expo. an expo at, at in, like uh, at the Tropicana in yeah. Atlantic City. And uh, for the past two years, we've had Kyokushin there, and that's been drawing in all the all the crowds. Like from the first year we did to last, like uh, this year, um, they, they they gave us more more room to do it. Uh, yeah, we take like a quarter of like the the room just for like I think like three mats, and all the crowd is looking at us like. Because it's, it's Kyokushin. It's, it's brutal. It's insane. It's entertaining to watch. It's not a. Uh, it's not your typical mom and pop karate, as no. I like to say. You're not, we're, not, we're not playing balloons here. Exactly. It's like it's like I like to say like to people. It's like what's Kyokushin like? I was like. Watch some of the earlier UFCs, minus the eye gouging and, and the, the grappling and, and all that. I said it's the brutality, and then like. It's just amazing to see how it's really growing now too. Like, and I always say like it's kind of under a renaissance. But you, people have to be careful when they say, I'm uniting, I'm trying to unite, because there's a lot of opportunists out there that are going to yeah. use their ego. And that's why I don't want to be a pessimist. I don't want to be a pessimist. It, I, yeah, it, it, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Everyone has a different vision of where where the art should go. Exactly. And like in a perfect world, I mean, if, uh, I mean, in a perfect world, you know, we if like if we found a way, if Oyama was still around, 
how do you guys see it going? You know, obviously you can live forever, but like, what do you think his it would be like if he was I mean, around? If he probably like put put an actual successor, that probably would would have helped because yeah. I, I think the the initial breakup was no one could no one could agree yeah, no, who's the head. Everyone, like, so it's like all right, well, I'll just make my own organization. Organization. So oh yeah, well, I'll make my own organization, and then the further splits were just all right. Well, how how do we take this? But do you feel like Kyokushin Khan is like kind of really growing now at a rate where it's like it's like good, like it's becoming better again because Roryama's got such an open mind in terms of like, because Sensei told me like when Roryama spoke to speaks to like when Roryama speaks to like the other like people that work with him, he's like, okay, go to this tournament, go to that tournament. I want you to pick up what you guys learned yeah. from it and then bring it back because it's gonna help us grow. Exactly. Now, now that that's a great philosophy. Like. Taking like taking what what works for everyone else and incorporating it in, in, into your style, I mean that that, that that's how Kyokushin basically happened. Like uh, Masayama just went around found like to like anyone and and everyone who uh, who's teaching martial arts took the best from them and, and made it better. He went to Thailand for Muay Thai. He went to Japan. He was in Japan for judo. Not many people know this, but Oyama's not full Japanese. He's no, half Korean. Yeah, half Korean. Yeah. yeah. And when people say, when I say that, it's like, it, sometimes it depends who you ask. He's like, Korean, and then I, I think, like, he first trained a bit in, in China, and then, yes. and then, then he went to Japan. Went to Japan. Yeah, and not many people realize that, and they're like, what? When they hear that, and it's like, then it's like funny, because Korea, you think of South Korea, or, you know, Korea in general, you know, like, I don't pay attention to the politics, really. It's Taekwondo. It's yeah. Taekwondo and Tachyon. That, those are their arts. Yeah. You wouldn't expect, like, a Korean to come up with, like, the most brutal style of karate. But, I mean, you know, hey, he did it, man. And he – and look how it's – the youngest style still only being 55 years old. 56 years old, actually. It was founded in 1964. But uh, what do you think the future holds, like, with as long as you guys are training? What do you what do you expect to see if you were – if you could be gazed into a crystal ball? As in, like, for, like, the organization of karate as a whole? Or? Yes, for Kyokushin as a whole. Where do you think it's heading right now like, with – gonna evolve into something else but it's still gonna keep its tradition of what Kyokushin actually is and I feel like it's just gonna continue I mean like like maybe we'll, we'll see something with the uh with, 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 the, with the return of phase punch with, with that new category that uh that Kyokushin can is uh, promoting but I mean I, I don't know like uh and any, anything anything, could, anything could really happen uh I like to see this this whole like uh, BS of you can't fight in this tournament or that because if you're in a different association. That's yeah. got to stop. That yeah, I no, think that, something. That, 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 you're, you're not learning anything from that. Like, um... do you understand like how how much IKO one shot themselves in the foot because when Mo was under that that uh, that umbrella with the Lamars when he was fighting with the Lamars. Yes, not not even just tournaments. Like we'd we'd have people coming from uh, from IKO one and like come just come come, class, come to yeah. like come to our Sunday Funday or come to like a. Uh, like our fight, like uh, even before Sunday Funday, Sensei Russo had the Friday night fight nights. And again, like just inviting the best of the best in Montreal to come dish it out uh, at, at the dojo. Um, and even before that, so we 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 we'd finish like a you'd finish the the class, take a group group picture, and then like people from from Ico were like, yeah, guys, I I can't be in the picture. Like, what do you mean? We're not supposed to be like training with each other because we're from different organizations. Yeah, Matsui's got such like a backwards philosophy, man. Like, I mean, I don't. It is BS. Like, for example, like uh, my last tournament with Shian Marcotte. I mean, like. Even though she, uh, like Steph, she and Steph Marcotte and like some others like went off to Kambuka, there's still that respect in from yeah. Kyokushin yeah. Khan, which I love to see. I mean, the thing the thing is that we couldn't compete in that tournament because of the whole split up. Because yeah, like everyone in everyone in Montreal, like uh, like 
like it, it, like determine actual concern like no one cares like uh like sen sense and uh like sense russo and uh sense marca they don't they didn't care about it like they're still they, they still consider themselves uh <laughs> themselves brothers yeah they're 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 amazing but, men those two like, are like but amazing. like the higher ups in japan were like yeah no we can't go to their tournaments and then uh, and, and they can't come to our tournaments yeah i, mean, I my brother ended up going anyways we didn't fight but it's still it's wash it's see, still our category fighting we want to see what's what's coming because what's sure, happening we can't, in the fight, we can't fight at the chemical tournaments and they can't fight at kyokushin camp tournaments but there's other organizations that they still go to for example the ifk fights and we'll stand we'll still end up fighting with each other so it's good to just see how the montreal yeah. scene is developing you want to you want to know like how everyone else is fighting yeah you don't want to go in blind i think we're in the dark ages after uh in 2016 when uh, the umbrella of IKL one kind of like broke down basically because now you know there's so many reformations happening in Japan with Matsui and you know like with whatever his philosophy is but um, I mean like Mo was telling me like when actually when I was at Marcos tournament uh, Shia and Kenji Fujiwara who was in your organization now the founder of Kenbukai basically or not founder but one of the one, yeah like one, one of the main guys one of the main like one of the main head guys went up to Mo and he said um I mean, it's not a story, like, I don't know if I should really be saying it, but it was interesting, though, because it just shows you, like, how backwards, like, that thinking is, you know, I can't be in the photos and that. Like, uh, Xi'an Fujiwara said, oh, he's like, you are uh, the Mo we've heard of. And he said, he's like, us, Xi'an. He's like, oh, well, our champion uh, was waiting to fight you for a while, but because Masaki of politics, you know who it is? Yeah, Masaki Fuji. Masaki Fuji, he's like... The, guy, the guy's insane. Yeah. Absolute unit of a fighter. That's where we learned the, uh, the, 30, the, the 30, second 30 seconds open up at the end. That's him. He's a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight. Heavyweight, perfect example. Just, of last, like, I mean, this this year he changed. He, yeah, changed, he changed it up. up his, uh, this year was like just going more, more trucking, like over overwhelm your 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 fighters so they can't even hit you. But uh, that would have been a good fight to see because I mean, like it was supposed to. It was supposed to happen in November, but for whatever reason, like everything, schedule, timing. I mean, it would have been a nice fight in November around my birthday to see because, like. When when said when Shian Fujiwara said that to Mo, like Mo had like a smile on his face, mm -hmm. and like I saw that fire come out again, and you know like, I gotta come back. <laughs> I think he wanted to because he's very open minded, but you know now that he's like a nomad, as I like to say, like I'm a nomad too. I just come train here like casually when I when I can. Shout out to thank you Sensei Russo for that. Uh, you know not like you know because you know at the end of the day if you just want to come train, you know you shouldn't have to worry of yeah. uh, your like association or this and that finding mm -hmm. out. So. Yeah, like it's it, like here here at the Russoch we never we never really got in, got into that whole politics thing. Any and anyone and everyone's welcome. That's why I think you guys are a successful dojo. I think you guys, I mean, there's a lot of good dojos out in Montreal and Quebec, I'm sure, but I think this one is like one of the probably like in the top two. I mean, uh, pending who you ask, I mean, I think it's in the top two because of like you know allowing everyone from the different schools to come in. It just opens it up. You're opening it up. There's enough success. There's enough slices of pie of success to go around. Like, I mean, why do we have to, like, have these politics for? Yeah, we just want to share. Like, we want to grow up all together, and everyone, like, gets better together. If you're training with each other, if you're, I don't know, like, fighting with each other, everything. I just think, you know, I just honestly think, you know, if we can have what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has with that camaraderie and, you know, putting all the organizations aside and all this... I think we could be up there with BJJ if we decided to just unite as one. But I mean, it's, it's it's tough. It's a hard thing to pull off. Yeah. It's easy to it's easy to say in theory. It's one thing else to put it into execution and action because there's always gonna be that like one or two people, or that group that's just gonna say like no because we want to do it our way. 
Exactly. So you guys, uh, I'm going to ask you this uh, question now. You know, this is what I like to do. Uh, this was an awesome time, by the way. I hope you guys had fun. That was great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Thank you. You know, as I said, uh, you guys, like, I've been wanting to do this for a while after Sensei offered to have you guys on. And I mean, anything to promote the fighters in Kyokushin. I mean, I do my show's basically martial arts in general based. Kind of more biased towards Kyokushin because I do it myself. So I like to, like, like Joe Rogan only talks about BJJ. I talk about Kyokushin mainly. So that's, that's what I got from him when I started this podcast. So I'm going to ask you guys one fighter. One word. No, it doesn't have to be MMA. It could be in Kyokushin or a guy you fought. I'm gonna make it fair. So I'm gonna ask one of you. I'm gonna ask each of you guys uh, what one fighter one word is. So it's gonna be different. So you guys ready? Sure. All right. So I'm gonna start with. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Dino. Chucky Mady. Chucky Mady. Um, insane. Insane. <laughs> Guy's insane. Um, like it's it's an insane experience experience fighting him because am I doing anything to him? Are my punches doing anything? And it's like yeah, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not doing anything. And he, you know that he knows that. And then when he realizes that you know it, that's when he opens up and uh, it's like oh, I'm gone. <laughs> okay. But, uh, like, insane fighter, amazing guy. That's impressive and. Peter, uh, Yannick, what's the, the guy from? Reno. Yannick Reno. Oh, my God. Uh, I want to say it's insane, but I don't want to copy, so be like a machine. He, he, just give him any any opponent, and it doesn't matter if it's your grandmother, it's the best fighter in the world, he's just going to destroy them. He's just programmed, just go, 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 go. He's got that Terminator mentality. Yeah, yeah, he's like a Terminator. It's like that Terminator and Terminator 2 just keeps coming and coming and coming. Yeah, you give him anything, he's just going to come back. Someone uh, that I might, that I guess I'd like to get on the show if, uh, yeah, if he's willing to. But, uh, he's crazy. but I can say that like, for the Francophone guests, because there's a lot of Francophone teachers and fighters that like to get on, like I will be taking French intensive speaking lessons in order for them to be comfortable to yeah. come yeah. on. I mean, he, he also speaks English. Okay. Yeah, he speaks good English, but... Uh, yeah whatever they're comfortable you know but uh, guys honestly where can uh, people connect with you if they want to so uh, connect with uh, me uh, Peter on uh, Instagram uh, my username is uh, Ronco underscore 3100 uh, Facebook I don't know yeah yeah and like uh, on Instagram you can you can connect with me at Dino underscore Ronco I mean, fa- like Facebook's also a thing. Yeah, like any time we, we we go to a tournament, uh, we get like fifty requests. So just so 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 many friend requests. It's like, did I even talk? Did I talk to you? <laughs> like, I, we feel bad because there's times that like we're getting requests. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but how do I know like, you? Yeah, exactly. I, and like most of the time, it's just because my mom probably talked to them. <laughs> <laughs> Penny. Yeah, it's like we want to like thank our parents. My mom for or, that. Or, or 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 my dad. Uh, I mean. We really got to thank our parents for the, for, for for this like this pushed, fifteen year 15 journey. Years, yeah. um, they pushed us since the beginning, and like we thank them for that. My my, our mom's basic. She she's she's the, she's public relations manager for us. Uh, like even like when we were when we were children going to uh, like outside of Montreal tournaments, my parents were the ones going to the Sayonara parties when we we yeah, we're, we're sleeping, we're sleeping the and they're making the connections and like. Getting us like invites, like all, like training seminars, tournaments, whatever, and then like my dad, he's basically 
he, 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 he's my other coach. Uh, like anytime there's a, there's a term in Montreal, Sensei, Sensei's all like 100% my, my coach. But there's a, there's a bunch of times where um, tournaments in Rochester, Florida, or what, whatever. Japan. But like, um, so like, and like late, lately, uh, with, with everything happening at, at the dojo, we have all these nine, nine day challenges. Sensei has his own life too. So uh, there's, there's like a bunch of times where we go to a, um, an away tournament and we're representing my dad's, my dad ends up being our coach. And most people are like, okay, hey, what does this guy know about karate? Well, when you're when 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 you're sitting when you're sitting there on the sidelines for like fifteen years, you learn stuff. It goes like, and my dad's a really analytical person. You know stuff, and there's like there, there's some stuff that my 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 dad knows better than other people. Like he's seen he's seen this person fight every turn, and he knows how how they fight. And then he's gonna tell me, oh yeah, well this guy has crazy legs, so uh, watch out. Chop that chop chop them down, so uh, so before he chops yours. Yeah. Um, and then it's like. During the fights, he's our coach, and there's times like, yeah, Dino, for example, he, he fought uh, Chucky and got knocked out. Oh, he didn't get knocked out, but like, he got knocked down. And my dad's like, borderline, border, borderline, had a concussion. Yeah, borderline concussion. But my, 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 dad's all, my, my dad's always like still pushing me. It's like, get, get up. up. I know you can do it. Get up. And even like af- after fights, um, if I lose a fight, because that happens. And that's, that's, when you, that's when you really learn. You can't, you can't learn if you're winning all the time. You got it. You gotta take some meetings and then learn learn from that to to advance, and like every, like so many tournaments like uh, I I lose, and a lot of times because like I, I I did something like something dumb or or asleep. Well, like I was asleep. We had a rough day the other day. Or... So everyone else is like, oh, you know, you, you did a great job. And it's like, no. and in my head, I'm like, okay, you're you're lying to me. I I know I didn't do a good job. And then my dad's like, the only but he's he's my voice of reason. It's like, yeah, okay. He's actually being honest with us. Like, he's, hey, he's honest. He's like, yeah, okay, you did shit today. Now, how are you gonna fix this? If if you're asleep, cardio, more cardio. Go to go to go to the kickboxing classes during the week. Uh, you can't if you like uh, if karate's not giving you enough. Do the kickboxing classes. Go uh, go, go go to the gym like uh, when you're finished doing homework and and, and run some laps on the uh, on the uh, treadmill. Um, the worst part is even if we win, like we destroyed the guy. You'd be like, why did it take you so long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those parents. But yeah. That's impressive. Well, guys, once again, I can't thank you enough for making this happen. Glad you guys were the first two of March to kick off the... Already, it's like uh, it's an honor. 15 episodes. Like, uh, it's wow. just coming. Like, fe- yeah, February was nuts, but March now, like, I, I kind of have a system you in place. I think I do. I mean, uh, now, you know, like four guests a month, I think it's doable. So it's you guys this week. Uh, next week, it's uh, Sensei Michael Zimmerman, also pretty well known. Got, uh, got him out of the woods. I mean, he's not he's someone that's under the radar, so caught a, caught a ghost there. Uh, then there's, there's uh, Sheehan George Ohan coming on. So I'm excited to – I'm going to see you guys on Monday and Wednesday, hopefully. Cause, well, I know you, you're in night school, but yeah, – Yeah, I usually train now, like – until summer starts again, I got fixed my schedule for that. But uh, yeah, the, the, this session I'm I mostly like coming coming on the like on, on Thursdays. That's when I have to come in. That's the only way I can. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, unless I have like a class canceled. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, well. All right. Well, I'll see you on Monday and Wednesday because I know it's the forty six man. Something is of yeah. sensei's, sensei's birthday. Yeah, I mean, it's forty six uh, birthday. He's gonna fight forty six fights. 
Yeah, I guess there like uh, the, the more people who can come, the easier it is on, on everyone else. We're not just fighting the same people. Exactly. Okay, guys. Well, once again, thanks so much. You know, this was an honor. Thank and uh, if you guys ever want to come on, open door policy for you guys. Sounds good. Thank you. No problem.